Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Super emulsified episode of Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. What are we talking about this week, my friend? All kinds of good stuff. This was a very poetic week for beauty. Mm, I talked about you some did there. poetry. Um, athleisure for your face. Is this becoming spoken word? <laughs> a little bit. And does dairy make you break out? Fact or fiction? 
Ooh, we'll get the answer. And our guest this week is Nikita Wilson, a cosmetic chemist. We're both going to geek out big time with her. We love our listeners. We had such a great episode last week. And a couple of people talked to me about um, cultural appropriation once again. We were mentioning the Orlando Pita show where he did rabbi-inspired hair. And a couple people were like... 25 years ago? Yeah. But a couple people were like, this is something we need to talk about even more, which got Jess and I thinking, right? We were thinking hard about this yeah, it's the a, weekend. Yeah, it's a nuanced conversation. So stay tuned, but we're going to be putting together some sort of special event or panel to really dig into this topic of when is it okay and when is it not to be influenced by different cultures in beauty and hair and makeup. I think it's going to be a real good conversation, so yeah. stick around for deets. Um, and now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Um, Jess, what, what is this poetic thing you're, you're telling me all about? And you did spoken word there. What, what's happening? Oh, I think I'm like a secret, like, like slam poet. Because, like, I was just, like... I do new, 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 Oh, is that what it is? Instead of clapping, they snap. Yeah. <laughs> snaps? Yeah. Like, let's get, like, an upright bass here. And, like, I need some little glasses. Because I was feeling icon. The poet's name is... Lowercase i, uppercase c-o-n, was at the 2016 Women of World Poetry Slam. And she did this po- this poem, poem called In My Skin. And it was all about makeup. I haven't read a poem about makeup since I was like 17 years old in Sassy Magazine. <laughs> and actually, Sassy was done by then. So, um, But you get the point. She talked about how it's great if you don't, First of all, we'll have a link to it on the blog. But this thing went viral, like lightning. She talked about how she wears makeup and she's tired of getting flack for it. She said things like, you know, if you, the queen, you don't need makeup to make up for something you are lacking. I, I, I know. Okay. I'm obsessed. You're going to butcher it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't even. Chikandri is like. Roll, sorry. It's like, like me a, trying to yeah. rap. Like She's bad. the coolest. I looked, I was like looking at a preview of the, of the poem too. And she was saying makeup is in poetry, but they're always saying like, oh, take your makeup off and let yourself be free and the real you shine right. through. I woke up like this. And or... her whole poem was about screw those people. I need my makeup because it makes me feel good. And who are you to judge? Judge, and she did it in the obviously I'm about to say in the most poetic way yeah. <laughs> you guys should really check it out but here's just a little taste this is not shame this is cringing each time I hear someone say the word makeup as if it is a curse when the only curse has been my bad skin and makeup makeup has been a blessing so your preconceived notions for why I'm a cover girl must have been placed in Photoshop because the line you have crossed has become blurred. Not all of us have the privilege of using hashtag no filter or hashtag I woke up like this. That was cool. If you want to hear more, go to the blog and check it out. Jen, I worked out so hard on Saturday, but I haven't worked out in two years. <laughs> so I decide to go hit up the hardest yoga workout in town, Y7. Okay. Um, Erin Stovall at Cosmo recommended it to me. She is fit as hell. Okay. So I was like, you know what, this is cool. We went from two years of never even like picking up a weight yes. or running. Okay. My acupuncturist told me I needed to start working out okay. to get my chi flowing. So I went... Got, put my little, like, stretch pants on, <laughs> climbed up the three flights of stairs, 
P.S. It's one of these like hip yoga studios that says started from the bottom, now you're here on every like oh. step. So I was like, this okay. is very like cool. All right, I'm here. It's freaking hot yoga, which I've never done. And I hate the heat. <laughs> I hate the summer. Hate everything. <laughs> I'm there sweating my freaking, I've never sweat this much in my entire life. Blasting rap music. It's, it's like, I, I can't even tell you about this place. Okay. It's like it's like a hip hop yoga studio. Okay. When I left, I've never been so like hot and red and sweaty in my life. When I came home, my face was on fire. Like Your skin. Like, yes, yeah, skin was on fire. I took a shower, the face was still on fire. Like full blown tomato face. Oh, like like do you think you're allergic to exercise? I, th- I think yes. I felt like yeah. I think I was I was like I'm never doing this again. Why Stu- seven? You're doing a great job. I just don't think I was up to snuff that day. I left the class for five minutes. You went hardcore with hot yoga. Like start out with a nice little like walk around the block. That's with my Pilates. boyfriend. My boyfriend says like maybe you need to start with like baby yoga or like restorative geriatric <laughs> yoga. Like, but, but this brings up the question like what was on your face? Okay, right, right. So back burning? back to my face. Back to my face. Sorry. So I put on my normal skincare after my shower. It was like home alone. Like. Sorry. <laughs> I literally had to like splash cold water, put cold compresses in my face. I just started using my basic skincare routine today. The I, same one that never bothers you. Never bothers after me. After getting sweaty and getting hot. I have like rhino skin. Like you can put anything on my face. But after the class, it was bad. So I asked two different dermatologists what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? They said a, a, like a combination of things. One, the sweat and the heat can really irritate your skin. Like if you if you haven't been working out a lot, it's like so jarring to your skin. M- Dr. Wexler, who we had here in the studio, um, I'm not pretty sure what episode, but we had Dr. Wexler in the studio. She said, your pores were basically like blazing, ripped open. So anything that you put on but them from the heat. But it's your skin. How could doesn't, you? Doesn't matter. Oh. Your, my pores were wide open. The sweat was pumping. And also just any kind of heat and sweat can sensitize your skin. Oh, yeah. oh! Like so, certain skin products that might not bother you all year long in the summer might be more right. So irritating. Even, yeah, even if you're just hot and sweaty from the summer, that can irritate. But if you're doing any kind of hot yoga or if you're just starting to exercise a lot, uh-huh. you might find that your skin gets more sensitive because the sweat and the heat. Interesting, isn't that interesting? Yes. But this makes me think about. What is, I was like, maybe I need one of these things that I've always written off as like gimmicks, like athleisure for your face, as giving lots of shout outs to Cosmo Girls today. Lauren Balsamo, she dubbed it athleisure for your you face. You mean the lines of makeup and skincare specifically for athletes? Yes. What are the, yeah, these things called sweat. There's something from, oh, Arrow from Birchbox. Birchbox, yes. Yeah. I see. I when I work out, I do actually wear some makeup. I don't know. I just can't wear nothing. There's some cute guys at the gym. <laughs> um, you, you have a man. I know, but but I want to feel pretty. I have never had the irritation problem, but I think there is something to these lines because you you want to have like a little mascara, but you don't want it to run. The only problem I've had yeah. is that my hair product will run because my head will sweat, and then I'll get little pimples around my hairline. Oh. So maybe all those athleisure for your face companies need to do some athleisure for your hair, like a hairspray that doesn't 
run and sting and cause bumps when you're sweating at the CrossFit gym. That's a good idea. I, f I asked the sweat folks what's like so special about their line because I was like, you know, what's going on here? They do have a lot of anti-irritant ingredients and they have some soothing ingredients. I don't think they're exclusive to sweat, no disrespect, but I think if you if you do have, you know, crazy flared up skin like I do, just stick with very basic, basic skin right, care. Right, so if it works for sensitive skin, it'll work if you haven't yeah. worked out in two years. I'm, I'm getting back on the wagon. Okay, so what's next? Maybe, I, I did like Y7. I, I thought the girls looked really cool who knew what they were doing. Um, <laughs> I think I might just start with baby yoga first. It's not like infant and yoga. this is why we have a beauty podcast, yes. not a fitness podcast. Yeah, that you go somewhere else for that. With you. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Got a million things on my mind. Jen, yeah. I can't take these people anymore. <laughs> Who are these people? That's the vaguest thing you've ever said. It's really applicable to like anybody <laughs> or any group. Okay. But I was at a birthday party. Yeah. And like, you know, they were passing around like some like, you know, cheese. It's like, oh, I can't eat dairy. It makes me break out. Oh my god. And they're like so sure. Meanwhile, oh. P.S., they're totally, like, drinking lattes and, like, having, like, you know, just a little bit of ice cream, like, whenever, like, it, they, like, fancy. It's just so selective when people decide to be, like, allergic to dairy. Y this is a whole other topic. Please don't send me hate emails about no. how you're truly lactose intolerant because I be do believe that. But I just think that it's nebulous, the dairy skin connection. I could be wrong. Go. No, I... People and their food issues, but you cannot. I have a friend who you. She will tell me. She will swear up and down that this is how it is. She is right, and people forget that I write about this and that you write about. Oh, I this. hate that. Like yeah. you're speaking to a beauty journalist, and you're going to try and drop some stupid knowledge on me. Let us go to the studies, shall we? <laughs> so, what is the claim here that we need to do? Fact that, or fiction? Or that dairy has a direct connection to breakouts. Definitely, it does not have a direct connection. Yeah. There's been no causal studies. However, there have been studies that show an association between dairy and acne. Shall mm. I explain? Go Dr. Goldstein, <laughs> take Dr. me away. No, I was talking to a dermatologist, Lisa Frank, about this. I did a story on it a while back. And the studies they've done, like the Harvard Nurses Study, a couple others showed that people who drank more milk did tend to have more acne, weirdly, especially with skim milk which is a whole other story. That's so wild. They haven't yet been able to find a causal connection. Drinking milk or eating yogurt causes acne. But Dr. Frank was saying the theory might be um, the hormones in the milk are what's causing the acne. So think about male hormones tend to cause acne on women. Um, and when you're drinking milk, you're I mean, let's face it, you're drinking like the teat milk of an animal. Like yeah. it's full of hormones. So she said... Organic milk might actually be better if you find that dairy causes acne for you because even though it still has the hormones from the cow and the animal, it doesn't have the added growth hormones that traditional dairy has. That's such helpful information. Isn't it? What about, so does it mean if someone has, says they have this connection, should they also get by like organic cheese, organic ice cream? Is, do you think it would all that stuff would apply? I am not sure, but I know that cheese gets pasteurized and processed even more, so I'm guessing there's fewer hormones. You know how they always say right. hard cheeses are healthier than soft cheeses right, in right, that right. way? Right, right, um, But definitely look into it if acne is a problem for you. But also, I don't like when people say they're sure of a thing without actually like finding out for sure. Do you know about medical elimination diets? 
Um, I've heard of them. Keep going. I just feel like if you think you have a problem with your skin and it's tied to something in your food, you should go on a medical elimination diet where you take out all of the possible Wait, for triggers. like a month, right? Yeah. Somebody told me to do that once. JJ Virgin's whole virgin book, I swear by it, like she has a good 21-day medical elimination diet, and then you one by one add back in triggers, and you'll immediately know if one of them right. is causing your issues. I'm so excited. This is the interview I have totally been waiting for. We are here with Nikita Wilson. She's a cosmetic chemist, VP of sales and innovation for Aware Products, and also the founder and CEO of SkinX, which is basically like an online dating site for your skin. She's also been my go-to resource for years because she tells me everything I need to know about formulas and science. And here you are in the flesh. Hello. So happy to be here. Welcome to Fat Mascara. Welcome, Nikita. <laughs> so I feel like before we even get into this, we have to explain what a cosmetic chemist is. So tell me, what is your job? How do you get that job? What kind of license, schools, anything you did share? All right, well, I'll be honest, I had no idea what a cosmetic chemist was until I became one. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't know what I thought. Cosmetics and skincare just mysteriously appeared. I don't know. I never really cared that much, to be honest. Um, but I was in forensics first, which was my original love and interest. I have all types of stories about guts and gore and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it was terribly boring. Mm -hmm. Incredibly boring. Hated every minute. Hated the people. Hated the job. Hated just <laughs> so you weren't just studying. You actually were working I went as into a it right. At, yeah, I was one of the like crime ones. scene stuff. Yeah, like yeah. CSI. Okay, so that's 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 where there's a disconnect, right? Because <laughs> I went in there thinking CSI, and it was not anything <laughs> close to CSI. It was the machines from like the 70s. Um, it oh. was just. It was just terrible. I was so bad at it. All my results kept coming out incorrect, and I was just terrible at it. Um, so my goal was just to get out of there. Just mm -hmm. the mission was get out of this company. Um, and so I was sending my resume out everywhere, and just so happens that I sent it to a little cosmetic consulting company called Cosmetech Labs. Went in for an interview, thought I failed the interview because the man was asking all types of science questions and I had not had organic chemistry in years. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing led to another. I got the job. And when I say I had like a Snow White moment when, you know, the birds chirped and came into my <laughs> hand, the sky opened up, like this was it. This was home. Um, and so I, I just... It was one of those things where one minute I could not pronounce anything on the back of a shampoo bottle, right? Yeah. And that became my mission. Now, okay, so this is where it happens. You know, mm -hmm. this, this is where it all comes from. So I just started, you know, looking up ingredients and, you know, really taking the books home, studying, and really forced myself to learn as much as I possibly could. And it, listen. And here we are. Here we it, are. That's how it happens, though, for most cosmetic chemists. There's a lot of on-the-job training, right? It's not like something you... On-the-job. Right. Okay. So, but you had a science background from yeah. school. Oh, yeah. So, I have a degree in chemistry. Right. right? And um, then, but like the minutia of making formulas, you learned over the years the of doing this. Definitely on-the-job. And how many years have you been doing this? Ooh. 
Uh-oh, I don't want to age you. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> All right, well, listen, I'm, I'm lucky to be here this long in this life. Okay, okay. I'll say I've been there a year. Okay, and you don't, okay. Work, <laughs> you don't work at that company anymore, so no, now you're at uh, no. Aware um, You know, so in every, in every career, there's a, you know, there's a, uh, you evolve, right? Mm -hmm. And I was a bench chemist, I want to say, for at least, at least, 14 years. I was a bench chemist, meaning developing products. Someone would say, hey, I want to knock this off. I did a whole lot of that. And then someone would come up with a completely new concept. You know, I want an anti-aging serum that reduces wrinkles, smooths the skin, reduces dark marks. I want it to look like this product, but pick up and apply like this product, but have the smell of this product, but be in this type of component. And I would take all their, you know, desires and sit down and kind of put together the best formula for what they wanted. And, and then, would they literally bring you four different things off the shelf? I would request it. It's just you so know you could what? know what they were trying to get. Yeah, because here's the thing. Certain things are subjective, right? If you tell me I want a product that, um, that has a lot of cushion, Right? And cushion just means the basically the amount of product between your finger and your skin. So if you apply it and you feel your skin automatically, that product has no cushion, like water, like you just like you're rubbing water. Is on your cushion skin. something that's associated with a more luxurious product? Product. Usually high-end products have a lot of cushion. Yeah, you can just mm. feel it. I like and cushion. Yeah. yeah, you like cushion. You <laughs> want cushion. You want cushion. Otherwise, it just feels like you're putting water on your hand. And it right. goes away really okay. fast. But I don't know what you consider like, a Like, do I want La Mer cushion or, like, Olay cushion? Exactly. Right. You, if okay. you have you to like feel it, it to understand. Exactly. You've worked as a consultant, so these companies, they want to be known for their own formulas. Exactly. exactly. Okay. And, you know, some companies have a certain amount of mystique about them mm -hmm. where, you know, they have monks. And I'm not saying this was one of my customers. I'm just throwing out an example. Yeah. You know, monks in the middle of some you know, territory surrounded by water and sheep. <laughs> Aren't um, these like legends? Don't they make you laugh? Like the origin stories? I, I, you know what? It's got. It's so amusing. You know, I love marketing people. They are so creative. They are <laughs> And you are so creative. diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> so they bring you the monk story. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's Superpower Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing Joanna Thompson's. Right, that's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. And there's honeybees in the hills, and they tell you this whole story. Listen, but I've learned, I've learned whenever I'm doing a pitch to marketing people, the ingredients come last. I romanticize them with the story first. Really? Mm-hmm. Even you, on the back end, still have to have a story. Oh, here's the thing. I, they are the first customer. So before I can sell it to, before they can sell it to the consumer, they have to get it. 
So I have to present it in such a way for them to get it, then it's easier for them to grasp the whole concept. And then I can throw the science in to support each right. of the ingredients and each of the functions. That's brilliant. I love that. Uh, yeah, you got to. Marketing is the gotta first customer. You got to be sharp customer. and move. It's so interesting. Have you seen your story then told by the marketers? I and you're just like, yep, I just I made you that. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we get a little bit more what your job is in the whole machinery of making a beauty product. Right. Um, so you also are a resource for a lot of journalists because you speak so honestly about this. Um, we write about beauty all the time. So tell us, this is your chance. What do we get wrong? What do you see all the time in the media or in, even in advertisements and you're like, that isn't even, that doesn't make sense? I think you get too caught up in the hype and you drink the Kool-Aid and you miss the crux. Like you are promoting something that has been around for years, mm -hmm. but because somebody changed the word or said it a little differently, now it's like the newest thing product ever. Can you give us an example of like a time where you were like, oh my God. Yeah, so there was one product I remember I was working on, um, I was working with someone on cutting edge products. And one of the products was a lip oil because, you know, at one time everything was oil, you know, oils were just a big thing. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know, send me over the ingredient list because maybe they took, you know, a lot of different types of oils that's not traditionally used in products and came up with the new product. Well, when I looked at the ingredient list, it, you could not separate that from a different, from a regular lip gloss. But they're touting oh. it as, oh my God, mm. this is lip oil. oil. It's a new category. I'm like, it is a lip gloss. It is not a new category. Please stop it. But that's what marketing is, right? To put a that's spin on it. That's geniuses. And I'm I guess we awe. do that too, don't we? Yeah. I am in awe. I I'm know. in awe of, I... the, of their prowess to just the way, twist yeah, things we... up to make it seem so interesting when it's really I'm feeling not. slightly bashful. I know, because I do This is what too. we have to do sometimes but to make something exciting. Exactly. And you bring up a good point. I do want to ask you about dermatologists, too, at some point. But first, you mentioned that you looked at the ingredient list mm -hmm. of the quote-unquote lip oil, and you were like, right. it's a lip gloss. So what can you learn from an ingredient list? Because you're not getting the amounts of all those products. What do you, what, what do you see when you turn over a product and read it? Okay, so the first thing I do is I look at the claims. What claims are they making, right? So if they're making a claim that, um, you know, I'll use a, a serum, for example, right? Mm -hmm. If they're making a claim that it's quick absorbing and that it's one of these new, um, you know, releases water and things like that, because I... I formulate, so I know the ingredients. I know what the trade name, what the inky names are, and the in, the names on the back are Ink. inky, inky names. Like long, long-winded <laughs> names. Yeah, inky. That's the inky nomenclature. So those are the legal names. Is that like an acronym for something? Um, it's like I just take. Yeah, it, it is. Okay, it is. we don't have to get um, into that. All right, continue. <laughs> but so those are the legal names. Mm -hmm. Every ingredient that goes into skincare, there's a committee. That looks at the that looks at the chemistry, how the ingredient is produced, um, and what the final molecule is, and then they either deem the name worthy, or they say no, this cannot be the name. Try again, or they give it their own name. Mm -hmm. um, so all these are on the back of the the list. The they're on the IL, the ingredient list. So when I'm looking for certain claims to be supported, there are certain ingredients that I'm looking for to support those claims. And if it's, and active ingredients are tough, mm -hmm. okay? 
because it can be used at a very low level below the 1% mark mm -hmm. and still be effective, right? Like a peptide, a peptide is not going to be in over 1%. It's not. And you have to have more than 1% of a formula to be on the ingredient list? Is to that what you're saying? Over, okay. So there is a 1% mark, yeah. right? You, we take a guess at what that 1% mark is. We don't always know for sure, but we, we, we take a guess. Anything over that 1% is the level of that ingredient in order of predominance. So you, you On the see list. water first, okay. because water is usually the number one concentrated ingredient in there. Okay. Then you may see a glycerin or another type of humectant because that probably is in that maybe three to 5%. So we guess. Because in our minds, we already have a, a we already have a skeleton formula, right? right? And so when we're looking at an ingredient list, we're just looking to plug those ingredients into the skeleton formula to build it out. It's like a mental thing. The moment you see it, you're like, oh, okay. Okay. So you have the water. Okay, there's your emulsifier. Oh, you have two emulsifiers. So uh, say this is probably your your primary emulsifier. Mm -hmm. So every chemist, when they mm -hmm. look at an ingredient list, they're putting the formula together in their head, making educated guesses. Mm -hmm. If you're saying that, you know, you have 10% vitamin C in your formula, so I'm looking for either vitamin C in the form of ascorbic acid, way high, mm -hmm. either second or third ingredient, depending on water and alcohol or something of that nature, or I'm looking for a blend of different types of vitamin Cs that could possibly add up to 10%. Oh. So there, it's, it's, not, it's not exact. It's all guesswork. Unless they give you the the percentage, mm -hmm. which some of them do because it becomes a muscles game, right? I have 10%. Well, I have 15%. Well, I have 20%. Right, right. A, but a like a lay game. person or just in the store, if you were to turn around the bottle, you won't know. You, you won't, won't know. know. And what's this about the 1% mark? Do you not have to put it on the ingredient list if it's under? You do have to put it, but you can put it in whatever order oh. you want to. So if you want to put the sexier ingredients closer to the 1% to make it look like it has more. Like lavender then, leaf extract exactly, or something. Exactly. I know I'm always surprised when put I see it above that kind of perfume, high up. Like, exactly. Okay. Or, you know, you yeah. put your preservatives way down low at last. So it looks like, oh, you just have a drop in there. When in reality, you can have like 0.9%. Okay, how about this, though? Have you ever turned over one of these $300 face creams and been like, this is like Vaseline? Or like, I know uh -huh. that's a bad but it's true? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not naming names. But I'm you're wondering why names. they charge so much. I wonder why people are buying it. Because we don't know how to read these things. So tell us, what should we yeah, like? I mean, you know? it's, it's, to me, if, if it's expensive, I mean, here's the thing. If it's expensive and it works for you, then I have no issues with that. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't really work for you, but yet you still, you're, I don't know what you're expecting, you're expecting miracles, you know pretty soon if, if the product is moisturizing or if it feels like something that you've purchased that didn't have that same price tag, but you thought was just as good, but you think because the price tag is higher that it's worth it. Mm -hmm. If you've tried something that was a little more cost effective, cost effective and it worked for you then right people ask me that all the time they're like well do those expensive creams are they better and some are but there's but you really can't tell right. unless it works for you right and, okay. and that's the thing here's a question I've heard that you know some of these creams have gone up to like you know $300 plus we mm -hmm. know at some point, yeah, you're saying that you have to you ha you do have to pay more for more active ingredients and you know better technology, but like, what is the difference between a hundred dollar cream and a three hundred dollar cream? At some point, like, 
it's all the same. Like a hundred dollar cream is not going to do you any better than a, uh, or rather a four dollar cream is not going to do you any better Components. than a hundred dollar cream. The, out, the, the outside components. It comes down to the whole luxury experience. Mm. So right? there is a cap. There is like a ceiling to how much a cream takes to formulate. I mean, I think so. I think once you hit a certain point, you can continue to throw things into a formula to get it to do whatever you want it to do. But at some point, your skin can only take so much. Right. right? Your skin cannot really take everything that you're throwing at it. So when you're looking at when you're looking at an expensive product, you really have to gauge the brand too, right? Yeah. What kind of lifestyle brand is it? Is it all about luxury and the experience and the jar sitting on your and nightstand? The million dollar celebrity in the advertisement. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So it's are you buying her. into the image? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So if that's you, because some people love that. Some people want to be a part of it, and they want to buy into the image because they identify with that. And if that's you, cool. Right, right, right. <laughs> cool. No, because we get pitched things all the time where they come in and they're like, we didn't spend a lot of money on the package or the marketing because we wanted to put all our money into the formula. And some people do that. And so that does happen, too. There are some, like, I would say, like, there are brands that have really great formulas. Like, one of my, I'm just going to say it, one of my go-to brands for skin is Neostrata and Exuvians, right? Mm -hmm. They basically brought AHAs to the market. They patented and they had the whole... Alpha hydroxy acids. Alpha hydroxy uh -huh. acids, right? Which are my favorite ingredients by far. Really? By far. We'll get Retinol to that. Retinol and AHAs. I, I feel like so far we've learned that we will never know anything and we have to bring I, Nikita to the drugstore with us every time. And Nikita time. might not even know. That's the right, thing, you right. know? And, and, and so that's why Nikita's I not a sure thing. <laughs> no, you never know. Okay, okay you know. so going back to the starting point of a lot of companies now marketing their products as free of all oh. this stuff, no parabens, no sulfates, all this. That just does, really... Why does that bother you? Do you Are you scared of certain ingredients for them? No, it, it bothers me because... There's not really always sound sound science behind why you're taking it out, right? Mm -hmm. Take parabens, for example. Par the whole thing behind parabens is there was a study that was done where they found parabens in um, tumors taken from breast tissue, right? So they made the connection, oh my God, parabens are found in tumors from breast tissue, ergo, parabens cause breast cancer. Okay. The scientists and uh, people writing about this study probably did. Well, no, someone just saw the study and, and read it yes. and wrote about it, and then it grew legs and ran. But the problem with that study is there were also parabens found in the blanks with no tissue, with no, no tumors. So how do you explain the presence of the parabens? They got in your body is yeah. all that can tell us. Exactly. And Not how did it get into the body? We have no background Mm. You know, did the women were the women taking medication that was preserved with parabens, therefore it migrated to the breast tissue because that's where the medication was supposed to go? Are, how do we know these people even use skincare and then get it from somewhere else? How do you like know about their medical history? Any, anything. We know yeah. nothing about yeah. the tissue. We know nothing about, the, no history of about the people. And there were parabens found in the blanks. And even the person who published the study said, you know, this is not conclusive. It just, it just warrants further investigation. Do you think that it's, like, unethical that brands are using these scare tactics to sell their products? Um, 
On, on one regard, I do. I, I do. I think that they're, they're scaring consumers. So tell us your website, SkinX. Why did you start that? Do you give this information there? What, what's the website all about? Okay, so the website originally was, because um, another thing that I, that I really started, started to bother me was the whole thing with bloggers. Mm -hmm. I love bloggers. You guys give great information, but sometimes, sometimes, mm -hmm. you give a product the bad rap because it didn't work for you. Well, guess what? Maybe it wasn't meant for you. Right. right. So if it wasn't meant for your particular skin type and you're bashing it now because it didn't work for you, that does not mean it's not going to work for someone else. Mm -hmm. And now someone else is going to miss out on a product because they, they live and die by every word you breathe about a product. Okay. And so SkinX was born for you, one, to learn about your own skin. The whole thing was, I want you to get to know your skin intimately. And the first step is to date your skin. You know, turn on the lights, turn them bright, turn on, you know, turn on the soft music, close the door, <laughs> get a mirror, and just caress your skin, get up close and personal, right. learn the bumps, the lumps, the smoothness, just, you know, really get in there, you yeah. know, spend some time with your skin, right? <laughs> as, as you would your mate, right? When you're, when you're with somebody, right. you know, you really get to know them, you know what they like and what they don't like. So when you really get to learn your skin, uh -huh. you know how when it's responding well and when it's not. Right. So you know what to stop doing and what to continue doing. And you know when it's changing, right? Because you spend time with it, you get to know it, you know, oh, okay, something that's not right today, babe. Right. <laughs> and you know, you know, let's see. And then you know, okay, well, you know, it's looking kind of crepey. Maybe it's dehydrated. So let me use something a little more, more humectants in it and not necessarily load it with oils because you now know the difference between dry and dehydrated because right. my article told you how to tell the difference between dry and dehydrated skin. So it's really giving you the tools to take your skincare into your own hands without necessarily relying on what someone else says because they don't have your skin. So you get to, you'll get help IDing your exact skin type and problems, yep. and then specific help for that skin exactly. type and problem. Exactly, exactly. Um, wait, I'm like, I have a million more questions, but we are coming to the end. You've been so helpful. I really do think, though, we're gonna have to have like Nikita 2.0. Like a part two. Yeah, because I didn't even get to half my questions. But okay. we are, we're gonna put a link to your SkinX website okay. on our blog, and the products that we just mentioned yes. here. Um, and then you can ask us all a bunch of questions and we'll relay them to Nikita for next time you come on. Yay! Oh my God, I thank didn't mean to you, shut you Nikita. up, but thank you so much. I could go on for hours. I had so much more to say. <laughs> We're having you back. It's thank done. you. Thanks, Nikita. No problem. Thanks for having me. This is fun. <laughs> Wait, you know what else I want to just clear up? It's a mascara wand we're raising. I've had a couple people be like, what's the wand? Oh, it's a mascara wand. It's products we like. What do you like this week, Jess? Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. This is a product that I actually bought. and cause it, <laughs> Which is full, rare for a beauty full disclosure, editor. you know, we get sent a lot of samples. Um, I bought this, and I actually wore this as a teenager, and I'm wearing it again. What is it? 90s. Like, you know, is uh, 90s are so hot right now. and So hot right so now. So hot right now. 
L'Oreal Paris Color Riche Lipstick in Cinnamon Toast. Everyone's all about the brown lipstick right now, but some of them can look a little poopy. <laughs> this one is this delicious, I wish I could just, I wish you guys could see this color. You'll see it on Describe. Instagram. It is like a reddish brown. The texture is so creamy, delicious. It's, it's like a brick that's not too red, not too brown, just like the color of autumn. It's so lovely. Does it go well with chokers? It's like, the, it would go well <laughs> with a choker. It would go well with like, you know, a cropped jean or whatever the hell baby Kylie's wearing right now. Yeah. It's just okay. fabulous. Cinnamon, it's six bucks. Nice. Cinnamon, Cinnamon toast. toast. And it really, it applies like a premium lipstick. Six bucks. Not bad. What, what do you have? I'm raising a wand to a fragrance. But stay with me. It is called DSH Special Formula X from bespoke perfumer Dawn Spencer Hurwitz. Sounds rich. It, right? But get this. So I interviewed her once, and she was talking about how she makes fragrances for women, but she uses this tester scent to put on people's skin before she starts to make them a fragrance to see how their skin will pull, quote-unquote pull. Like, does your skin make a fragrance smell a little bit greener or a little floral? She puts this tester on first to find out. The tester is called Formula X, and she's found over the years that all these women will spend all these hundreds of dollars on a bespoke fragrance, and at the end they're like, can I just have that perfume tester oh thing you put on me? So it's called Formula X. It's basically like a, a skin musk scent, more or less. Oh, um, I like the sound of that. Yeah. So you roll it on. What's interesting is we've do, we did it in the beauty closet and all the interns put it on. It smells different on everyone. It sort of just in, amplifies whatever your skin scent is. So on me, it's like it's musky, smoky. But on some people, it's like a light floral musk. Um, but it's called Formula X, and it's just it's just super fun. You should try it. Formula X, love it. Sounds yeah. mysterious. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode, so I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. 